Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast. Today we took a trip on the U-Bahn to the end of the line in Oberoselhormark and things didn't go quite according to plan. First we missed the train up and once we got there it started raining. So the podcast is a bit short and well listen to it and I hope you enjoy it anyway. Hello and welcome to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pontionsprachen.de. Good morning. Well today noisy again. Today we're at the U-Bahn station, Rosengärtchen. We're going to Hallmark. We're going to talk about the U-Bahn. Right. And where it used to go to. First of all, we need some tickets. So, we're going to start. Okay, let's we'll see. The, the number for Hallmark. 5126. Einzelfall. That's okay, The train is coming. Gosh, hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up, machine. Oh yeah, I see it. <laughs> Okay, so we've uh, now got in the next train. We've got 15 minutes waiting for it. Yeah, but it's nice and warm in here too. It's warm in here. Oh, and what we were going to talk about is about, about this line. This is uh, been an exclusive bit of line in Frankfurt. It's the only single track bit in the U-Bahn network. And goes up to the end of Oberursel to the Hallmark. Mm-hmm. And it was built. We looked up in 1899. And was originally steam driven. The idea was for the people from Frankfurt who wanted to go out to the countryside, they could get on this train in Frankfurt and steam out to the Hallmark and then go for a walk on the Feldberg or, yeah, up the Hallmark, there's a clinic at Hallmark as well. And in 1916 they electrified the line and started using trams on it. And it's at that point that they built the turning circle that we're going to go and see what's left of it. And that was used up till the 80s. And from about 1970 onwards, they started putting the, the U-Bahns in, which are much bigger than the trams. Mm-hmm. And made... And made the stretch of the line from Oberursel Bahnhof up to Kupferhammer, um, double track. So here we are. We're getting there and getting there to the this end of the, the line. This is the new end of the line. We'll see in a minute where the where the old end used to be. I've never been up this way before. Not by Uber. Not by Uber. <laughs> Not by Uber. Okay. On foot, yeah. So we've got to get out here. That's right. You have a door. Here we are. Okay. Okay, so we're now, we've crossed the road mm-hmm. to what is now, this is the track bed we're standing on. Oh yeah, it looks like a lot of gravel now. Yeah, this is the track bed from the old station. And you can see here on the right hand side used to be the platform. Oh yeah. 
and so the trains would come up in the not steam days you'd think this is steam but like I say it's after electrification so the tram would come up here uh-huh. wait at the level crossing mm-hmm. and they'll come up to where we're standing and this was the station where people would get out uh-huh. it would then go off round the circle here mm-hmm. over the bridge round the stream and it would cross the stream it right crosses there. the stream okay. as far as I know it's the only one of these turning circles in Frankfurt, there's still some left in Frankfurt mm-hmm. that has bridges in it. So and we can come, hear the stream. We can too, hear the yeah. stream. It will come back down here past the restaurant. And over there, which is absolutely nothing left now to see, other than it looks like a driveway in, mm-hmm. is where the people will get back in again yeah. and go off to Frankfurt. Mm. Okay. Now, when the U-Bahn started up, they changed the direction of the circle. So the U-Bahn was coming up here and was going in over there on the driveway, pound past the restaurant. So it started going clockwise. It started going clockwise. People would get out over there and they would get in here. Oh, actually no, that's counterclockwise. Sorry, it was going counterclockwise. Yeah, then, okay. It was going counterclockwise. So, certainly when I first moved here, and I remember this, people were getting off even on the other side before the the level crossing because the loop was closed. Mm -hmm. The loop was closed in 1986. 1986, okay. And so that side of the loop that we're looking at, which is all grass now, was closed down, and the bit we're standing on was still the platform, hmm. so the train would come up here, and where we got off, where is now the station, was, was double track, so that one train would be sitting here, mm-hmm. the next one would come up to there, oh, let yeah. his passengers off, and this train would start on the, on the down journey, okay. and once he's clear, uh-huh. they would come up over here, and this was a manual level crossing, they would, the drivers would get out, turn the key, mm-hmm. to make the level crossing work. But they do at Kupama nowadays. They don't anymore. Don't they used to. They don't get out anymore? No. They used to. They used okay. to, when you come up at Cooperham, they used to have to get out, turn the key. Right. And since they've redone this and it's got new signalling to come up, so it can be proper double track, there's new signalling and this is all automatic. Okay. Okay. There are some, if you look on the, on the stretch down, we'll see this another day, mm-hmm. at the main station when it goes off to Bombersheim, mm-hmm. there are some of these key turns left that they have them in front of the level crossings in the height of the window okay. so that if the level crossing isn't working they can operate it manually but uh, okay. it isn't as far as I know it may still have the manual turn on it but uh, I they don't use it okay. anymore right. um, so it's going to rain yeah, it usually rains on Mondays it rains Mondays why does it rain on Mondays you can keep a camera anyway. on that <laughs> <laughs> anyway so uh, when I first came to Germany Mm-hmm. to live in Oberursel, 1993. I came up here and saw this in action. And I wasn't here long, and in September that year, they actually closed it. They closed this part, took up the level crossing, mm-hmm. moved the end station to where we just got out, in a provisional sort of concrete block form. And that's how it stayed for about 10 or more years, but they only rebuilt it in the modern form we've seen. The reason being, they wanted to put this new road formation in, to build the bypass oh. and it made one level crossing left to less to look after let's open an umbrella now <laughs> oh gosh it's done before okay so we'll take a walk down the are we walking towards the stream we're going to walk to look at the stream okay You can no, see what's left, left of this. That yeah. Here's the bridge. 
here's the bridge where the track would go over this side. I'm not sure where that where it is over there, even if it's there yeah. still. Um, More than the housing, yeah. Yeah. Fairly so I'm, housing. I'm fairly certain when I first came out here, the tracks actually still went round here. I'm not sure if they were laid down over the other side, but the tracks certainly went back over the stream yeah. to a certain extent. Can we carry on? Yeah, sure. Okay, it's getting muddy. It's a bit muddy, yep. Yep. <laughs> so as you can see, <laughs> the other bridge is gone. You can see that the foundations of this bridge, but obviously that was not in use for a long time. That was almost um, seven years not in use before the other station closed. So, there's a lot of water today in that river. Oh, and there is uh, some slight flooding in some of the housing areas down there. Okay. So, we'll go back then. Okay, we've come back under cover because it started raining quite badly now and uh, we were getting very wet and cold and cold so just to talk about the u-bahn a bit more it's, it's well used this line isn't it it is especially the end of the line a lot of people use it just to continue their little day's journey up to the feldberg mm -hmm. which is a very popular place there's, to go there's buses up as well so those that don't want to walk up it's quite a way right. up there's buses that go from here where we're now standing. Buses and some hiking trails and, uh, well, people continue on with their bicycles. They like going up on the bicycles, yeah. yeah. You can bring your bike onto the U-Bahn and uh, it's a very nice area. I mean, we're so close to Frankfurt, like, by air, it's about 16 kilometers or something like yep. that. Yep. And yet, we're really close to nature as well. But um, in the other direction, a lot of people use it to get to work or to school. Mm -hmm. They do commute a lot here. I've been in, it in the mornings at 7, 8 o'clock and, and it's full. It's, mm -hmm. It fills up uh, down to about uh, Stadtmitte, uh -huh. and a lot get out to the schools. Right. And it fills up again uh, all the way down to Frankfurt. And, and it remains full until now, at least half that. So we'll talk about that another day when we go in that direction. Sounds good. Okay, so keep the post coming. And the emails coming, and the comments coming. That would be good. That would be good. And uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah, and have yourself a good week. And we'll be we'll be indoors next week. That's right. We've we'll tried something else. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, like I said, that podcast was a bit shorter this week due to the weather conditions. I shall put some links up on the mondaypodcast.com to some more background information about the U-Bahn, in particular the time from the Straßenbahn and about the turning curve where we've just been to. And we will return to the U-Bahn another week and go down in the other direction and look at what's changed there. Okay, goodbye. This was the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440, Oberursel, Germany.